FDNY Smart Podcast is brought to you by the FDNY Foundation and its partners to educate kids about fire and life safety in New York City and beyond. Learn more about our mission and how you can support New York's bravest at fdnyfoundation.org smart. Okay, everyone, are you ready? One, two, three, be, be FDNY Smart! I'm Captain Michael Kozo, and this is the FDNY Smart Podcast. With help from our student host, Chloe. Nice to be here. We're bringing you our FDNY podcast that focuses on fire and life safety for kids. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we have a special episode for you because we are visiting the FDNY's brand new fire zone. Our voices are recorded. And the fire effects are too. New York City's Fire and Life Safety Learning Center. The fire zone is still located in Rockefeller Center, but they've moved into new quarters right down the street. The entire place has been updated and revamped with lots of fun, informational, and interactive technology. Like a fire truck that allows you to listen to response calls. And a tool wall so you can become familiar with all the equipment firefighters and EMTs use to do their jobs. This place is so cool. I was just in a fire truck listening to an emergency call. It sure is, Chloe. You are sitting in a theater designed to teach and review important do's and don'ts. And of course, there's a new theater experience where visitors from all over can learn about fire safety through scenarios like the importance of having a working smoke and carbon monoxide alarm. You heard the smoke alarm going off. Never playing with fire like candles and matches. Electrical safety. And being fire safe in the kitchen. Fire safety in the kitchen. That's what we're discussing today. That's right, Chloe. So let's roll out and discover what fire and life safety questions New York City kids have for us. All around the Big Apple, we have FDNY smart kids asking smart questions. And in each episode, we want to answer your questions and help keep our communities safe. I'll ask the first question. In BTW, I'm Chloe, a fifth grader from Brooklyn. I don't cook full-blown meals yet, but lately, I've been using the toaster oven or boiling water for pasta, with supervision, of course. The other day, I got a slight burn from using my pot holder incorrectly. I didn't really put it on all the way. What are the best ways to protect yourself in the kitchen? Hi, I'm Allegra, an eighth grader from Manhattan. Is it okay to leave the room if you have food simmering on the stove? Thank you so much for the great questions. Let's start with Allegra's question. Cooking is actually the number one cause of home fires and home fire injuries. And unattended cooking is the leading cause of fires in the kitchen. So, Allegra, the rule of thumb is to never leave cooking food unattended. You might be surprised at how many people actually leave the kitchen while food is cooking on the stove. As the saying goes, you should stand by your pan. That's right. You know, you might think you're only leaving for a second, but people get distracted by phone calls or texts, other people, their family, the dog, and the next thing they know, they have an emergency on their hands. 
So it's best to stand by your pan when you're cooking. And kitchen fires are also caused when combustible items like dish towels, pot holders, or paper towels are too close to the heat. So it's also important to keep the cooking area free of clutter. That includes watching out for little kids who like to be near the action. That's right, Chloe. We like to remind adults to establish a three-foot three. kid-free zone around their stove just to keep the little ones safe. <laughs> it's never safe to play in the traffic path between the stove and the kitchen. Extending a tape measure from the stove and showing kids where the safety zone starts can help them understand the boundary and keep them safe. Parents could also turn pot handles towards the back of the stove. That way, if kids did get close, handles would be hard to reach. Yes, even parents sometimes accidentally tip over pots and pans. So it's good practice even if kids aren't around. If kids are nearby, consider boiling, frying, or simmering on the back burners to ensure pots and pans are out of reach from curious hands. And remember, appliances, pots and pans can still be hot enough to cause a burn even if they've been cooling away from the heat for a bit. It's best to use caution. And Chloe, it's always best to use a pot holder properly around hot pans and appliances. Yeah, I learned that lesson the hard way. So, to answer your question... What are the best ways to protect yourself in the kitchen? Fabrizio Caro, the director of the FDNY Community Affairs Unit, has a few more important do's and don'ts in the kitchen. Hi kids! In order to drastically reduce the risk of a fire starting in the kitchen and keep you safe while cooking, we at the FDNY have a few additional do's and don'ts to share. Let's start with the do's. Do cook at indicated temperature settings rather than higher settings and consider using a timer so food isn't forgotten or doesn't burn. Do clean your cooking equipment, stove, and the area around the stove regularly. And do have a pot lid and or baking soda handy to smother a pan fire. And now for the don'ts. Don't wear loose fitting clothing while cooking. Long loose sleeves could get caught on pan handles or catch fire. Wearing a fitted sleeve or no sleeve is best. Don't pick up a pan that is on fire. It's dangerous and you can be burned. And don't use water to extinguish a pan fire. Water will cause splashing and spread the fire and can increase the potential for scalding or burns. Now, if you do get burned, treat it immediately with cool running water. And remember, if the burn is serious, large or deep, call 911 or see a medical professional. Happy cooking, everyone. Be careful with that hammer, hot dog. Don't mind him. He's just making some last minute adjustments to the decor here at the fire zone. Well, I certainly see why accidental fires and injuries can happen in the kitchen, and I definitely want to be safe. Thanks Fabrizio for the additional do's and don'ts safety tips. And now a message from the FDNY Foundation. On behalf of the FDNY Foundation, we thank you for listening to the FDNY Smart Podcast. The Foundation and its partners are helping to bring this outreach initiative into neighborhoods throughout the five boroughs and beyond. FDNY Smart is the department's educational platform designed for the community. Learn more about our free fire safety presentations and other programs at fdnyfoundation.org smart. Now, back to the episode. 
Now it's that time you've all been waiting for. An exciting moment in our episodes. Do 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 do. It's now time for our FDNY Smart Drill period. Let's go do these drills. Here at the FDNY, we are constantly drilling. We practice using scenarios and controlled settings that are similar to emergencies we encounter in real life. Drilling makes sure that when we have a real emergency, we have a plan in place to tackle any problem. Just like if you want to be a great swimmer, you better swim some laps. It's now time for our FDNY Smart Drill Period. Let's go. Earlier, Allegra asked, Is it okay to leave the room if you have food simmering on the stove? In this drill, the Millers, our plucky FDNY Smart family from Staten Island, help us illustrate how if you're not careful in the kitchen, there could be dangerous consequences. It's late and the Millers are fast asleep. Well, except for Mr. Miller. For the past month, he has been working the late shift each night and just arrived home, exhausted. He missed dinner with the family, so he begins reheating the leftovers. Yum! Homemade chili and cornbread. He's very hungry, so he sets the toaster oven on its highest setting and starts reheating the chili on the gas stove. He uses a pot holder to put the cornbread in the oven but he leaves it a bit too close to the stove when he takes it off as he leaves the room. Mr. Miller goes to the living room to turn on the television and check his text messages on his phone, and soon ends up relaxing in his chair for just a minute. But before you know it, he's fast asleep. Uh-oh, he's not standing by his pan at all. He sure isn't. I mean, the chili and cornbread sound delicious, but at the very least, they will be burned. And if Mr. Miller stays asleep, he might start a kitchen fire. Hopefully, he has a working smoke alarm. What do you think Mr. Miller should have done? Well, he's so tired, it's hard for him to stay focused. But that's not the main problem. First, the temperature on the toaster oven seems a bit high for cornbread. But most importantly, he shouldn't leave his chili unattended while he's reheating it. That's right, Chloe. Always watching over what you are cooking, tired or not, is the safest way. Also, setting a timer could alert him to when his food is done so it doesn't get burned. And food should always be cooked at the recommended setting. Let's run this scenario again. The Millers are home, fast asleep, except for Mr. Miller, who just arrived home exhausted from his late shift at work. The family was nice enough to leave him leftovers of homemade chili and cornbread. Yum! The stove area is free of clutter, like potholders and towels. He warms up the toaster oven and begins baking his cornbread as he reheats the chili on the stove. His food is ready in no time. Mr. Miller assembles everything on his tray in front of the television and settles into his favorite chair as he takes his first bite of chili. Yum! Way to go, Mr. Miller! Hooray! You know, practicing fire safety in the kitchen is actually pretty simple. It's true, it is. And here at the new fire zone, guests can actually experience more real-world scenarios and learn different ways to be safe. I'm so glad we came here. It's such a cool place. If it's all right after we wrap, I'm going to go back to the tool wall and check out all the gear and equipment and revisit those safety scenarios. 
I want to learn as much as I can. We all need to do our part to keep our homes safe. Great idea, Chloe. With millions of children and adults in New York City, the FDNY works hard every day to ensure our safety. And we all can help out. Everyone listening has the power to help those that live, work, and visit the city keep safe. You make a difference. Thank you for listening to our FDNY Smart Podcast. Thanks to Allegra from Manhattan and our student host, Chloe. See you next time. Follow our fire and life safety mascots, Hot Dog and Siren, on social media and check out our website at fdnysmart.org for more safety tips. I'm Captain Michael Kozo signing off from the brand new Fire Zone. Until next time, be safe. Take it from here, Chloe. The FDNY Smart Podcast is an initiative from the FDNY Foundation and its partners. To learn more and how you can support our educational efforts, go to fdnyfoundation.org smart. And remember, be FDNY smart. Uh, uh.